Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, or wherever yeah, you are in the world, whenever yeah. you are. It's morning for us, so that's what It's morning for us, and we've got all the coffee and all the smoothie bowls to yeah. keep us going. Yeah, so excuse me if I'm just having a little bit. That's okay. I, I, w- I was sharing with Aaron, like, I'm not messing around this morning. I brought the whole coffee press to my desk today, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we are we're excited to be back. We haven't we haven't seen each other in two months as we meet every two months now to record. That's right. It's been that long, eh? Yeah, and after today we'll be like mid September, which is like crazy. Crazy. That's wild really. Crazy. So it's been um it's been what, like mid May since we've last seen each other. So what's been happening? Um happening. I don't know, not a ton. I got the Saskatoon sweater for my Love Saskatoon it. roots. So it's got a little Saskatoon berry pie on it for our listeners. And on the back, it's got Saskatoon berry oh, pie. Oh, I love it. It's cute. Thanks. Yeah, I was looking for something with, like, Saskatoon berries on Yeah. Yeah, and I found it. So I treated myself. So you, you went to Saskatoon. We went to Saskatoon. We went to Saskatoon for my grandmother's funeral. So it was nice uh, just to see family that I hadn't seen I, well, actually, since the wedding, so it hadn't been that long, but it was nice to see everybody in that respect. Um, sad, obviously, um, but um, yeah, it was a good service. I think she would have uh, been really touched. Some older uh, women that she's been she'd been friends with since elementary school came. Yes, yeah. nice. It was really, really sweet. Uh, and so, was that Alex's first time heading to Saskatchewan? It was. Yeah. So we went to the Berry Barn, which for anybody who knows, I need to go. That is like probably no offense. It's probably like the only place you could go to in Saskatoon for tourism. Well, that's a lie. There's other places you can for sure go to, mm-hmm. um, but it is just a it's a known place. So, um, I took him there. I love the Berry Barn, so shout out to the Berry Barn. Uh, it's basically just like they grow Saskatoon berries on this farm. And inside you can go, you can buy little trinkets, and you there's a restaurant in there, and everything is made with Saskatoon berries. So when you say Saskatoon berries, is there like a specific berry called the Saskatoon berry? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what is it like? Um, I'd say, I would say it's a little bit more bitter. The berry is a bit more okay. bitter, um, I think, at least what i noticed yeah um but they're like big tr- like they're trees essentially and these okay. berries grow on them and uh costco actually sells saskatoon berry jams really costco you can get saskatoon berry jam i'll have to yeah i'll have to try some yeah interesting i've never been i've never been west of ontario in canada so. oh you should yeah um yeah one day west. yeah one day i want to see the mountains i want to go to the rockies one day too um well, that's, that's fun. Yeah, so we just, yeah, and took Alex, so we drove past my old home and showed him. Right? Yeah, because you lived out there. How long did you live there? there? Ooh, I'm not exactly sure. Let's see. I think I moved there when I was about three, three and a half. And then I think we came back here uh, just when I was starting, like, end of, 
either was like grade one. Oh, okay. I think grade one. Yeah. So three. So not two, too long. Not spent too, most too of long. Your childhood on, in Ontario. Most of my childhood was in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few years. And then before that, we lived in Calgary. Fun fact. So. I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad had a job out there. So we lived okay. there for just two and a half years. So did mom and dad end up in Ontario because that's where mom's roots were? Yeah. 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 That's where uh, grandpa was. So. And right. uh, grandma. So. We moved right. back there. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. There's a fun little. Fun little facts. Fun facts about <laughs> my prairie roots. I don't have any prairie roots at all. Like, yeah, East Coast, Quebec, and Ontario. Yeah, also Quebec. Also Quebec. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where have you been? Yeah. Um. So just kind of like nothing major, like no travel or anything like that. But there has obviously been like new developments. Um, I guess number one, I will share with this community because I haven't not yet because we haven't met since since before it happened but um my grandmother passed away um so that happened may 31st Mm. um and was like expected but not expected like she's she's been not well for about a year Mm -hmm. um so like we kind of expected it but it it kind of took a turn for the worst um towards the end and Mm. there's a whole story with that and i um I, I guess I can share it here. It kind of ties into an, uh, something that we'll talk about in another episode as well. But um, I is it okay if I show the story? Please. Okay. Please. Okay. Yeah. And I don't even know if you know the story. I'm not I sure because we haven't we haven't chatted in two months really, other than yeah. like a little bit here and there on Instagram. Um. So I was like supposed to go down on uh, I think like a Tuesday because you know the my my family were like you know what I think like if you want to have a chance to say goodbye you should probably mm-hmm. try to get down um on that day and and I just wasn't able to get down on that day it's a three hour drive and um it was something something about one of my kids and I was like this is just not going to work out today and I was like really stressed out and worried that I was going to miss um the opportunity to go and say goodbye in person. And, um, I, that night I ended up kind of like setting my intentions and talking to her a little bit, um, energetically, like yeah. not in person yeah, yeah. or on the phone. And I just said, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if it's possible and if you're not in too much pain, can you please wait for me? Cause I'm on the way mm-hmm. tomorrow. And I really felt like she heard me. And then the next day I got up early and drove down and, um, stayed for the morning and visited and people were kind of in and out of the room. Um, but at, um, about an hour before she passed, the only people that were in the room were my mom, my cousin, and myself, and obviously my nanny. But at this point, she was, um, like, that day, like, on that day that she passed, she was no longer, like, awake or consciously yeah. aware or talking or anything. She was medicated and yeah. had her eyes closed. And, and um, so it was just us in the room, and we were we were talking, and I had held her hand and, you know, brought some stuff that my, my kids had made her and drawn for her and cards and stuff, and I was talking to her, and um, then we, we noticed, so she was, like, staying in a long-term care facility that was, like, a high-rise kind of building, and her bed was in front of a sliding glass door, mm-hmm. balcony, and we're all kind of near it. And then all of a sudden there's like activity on the balcony. So we're like, what? Cause like it's high up. Right. So you don't expect to see anything or anyone or, you know, and anyways, three morning doves, three landed on the railing of her mm-hmm. balcony, which 
all kind of felt in the moment, you know, when you see something that is um, spirit led, yeah. you immediately get a feeling. Mm-hmm. So I got a feeling and we all were like, there's, this is special. Like there's something we need to pay attention to this. This is a message. Um, and my cousin had like lived very locally to my grandmother. So she would come and visit her like very, very, very often. And she's like, I've been here like, you know, a few times a week for a year. I've never seen any bird land on her balcony let alone three and one of them was like peering in the window like it had its neck craned looking like right at my grandmother and the other two were kind of just like looking around but there was one that was peering in at her and I actually have video of this screenshots um because we were like whoa and all of us had instant like goosebumps and after it happened my mother said do you think this is a sign that it's almost time Mm -hmm. And I said, I do. And I also think it's a, it's a way to say that she's not going alone. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt significant too, because there's three of us, there was three of them. Mm-hmm. Of everybody in and out of the room, we were the three that would have, like the only one that are spiritually kind of open and believers, so to speak. Yeah. So that felt significant kind of. Yeah. And then there's also been like a lot of people have talked about, like when I shared this story um, on my Instagram, you know, kind of like the symbology of three and the three doves and, you know, like... Yeah religious um aspects to that and everything and i was like yeah like that's really cool so um that was an hour before and then i ended up having to leave and so i said goodbye and um i we had literally just left just got off off the exit onto the 401 and got a phone call that she passed so she passed about 20 30 minutes after i left and um Mm-hmm. I really feel like she waited. Like everybody was like, Amy, she waited for you. And then when you came, she left. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was beautiful. Um, and so interestingly enough, like I never see morning doves. It's not like a regular bird I see. I see blue jays every single day. I see robins, you know, I see yeah. those. Kind of, I never see morning doves. They're it's not, not like a regular thing for me. bird. Yeah. That just flies oh. around all the time. Like, well, I think like for some people, like I've actually worked with clients and that's the spirit sign that's come through for them. But for me, like I don't regularly see them. So since that's happened, I've only seen them twice, but I still feel like it's significant. So like once I one day, about two weeks after she passed, I was recording a podcast with somebody. I was like a guest on their uh, episode. And I shared that story that I just told you. Mm-hmm. And then I went upstairs and I made a cup of tea because cup of tea always reminds me of my nanny. And I'm sitting at the table and kind of thinking about her. And I look to my left and I'm sitting in front of the dining room window. And there's two morning doves sitting on the fence staring at me. And I was like, okay. Right? Like the timing of that. It's and okay. yeah, it was very. And then one other time about maybe like two weeks ago from now. So Mm -hmm. all of this happened within like a six week period. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing happened where I was thinking about her and two of them are sitting on the fence. So um, because it's not happening like all the time and it's happened after I said something or, you know, something significant. I thought about it or you put it out there and then it, yeah. 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 There's like no, in my mind, there's no like, oh, well, it's just a regular, it's a bird that comes around all the time or you know, they're here every day. It's like, no, it's been very significant and once in a while. And so I've, um, I know that's her way of yeah, um, coming. And so, and I love that. And I've never had like any kind of connection to a morning dove before. Um, but I ended up getting a tattoo the other day. It's still covered in like um, second skin stuff. I can't take it off till tomorrow. Um, but I got this in memory of her. And so it's a morning dove. It's beautiful. I love it so very much. It's a morning dove. 
um, with, um, it's not as super bright as it will be once I take the stuff off because it's mm -hmm. healing, but uh, there's two sunflowers and marigolds, which remind me of her. And then the, um, the morning dove itself has blue around its eye. I wanted that because she has blue eyes and everybody yeah. says I have her eyes. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle of her eye, there's like a little crescent shape and it's yellow. And that's to represent the moon yeah. for our intuition. So yeah, I think that she would love, I think she would laugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that she would love it though. I think that she would be touched. So yeah, um, you know, that's for, that's for her. Yeah, it's um, already planning other ones i'm like yeah i found an artist i really really like yeah um he's from toronto actually and spent oh. most of his time in toronto but he's been in kingston for a few years so yeah, yeah. um yeah we're i'm gonna do a mr foxy um i think for my birthday yes um, you should Foxy. yeah oh my gosh that's sorry i i had a dream about a, a fox uh last night sorry what you just Did reminded you? me yeah tell us tell us no, and I, I don't even remember specifically, but I remember like in my dream, I was passing, just walking by a house and I saw this, like, it looked like a baby fox, just a baby fox. Yeah. Amazing. It was super fast though, but that's, that's you just told, I was like, I, I had that <laughs> a fox in my yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think, I don't know where on my body I'm going to get it yet. Like I'm almost maybe thinking like. To add to the. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the one side and just kind of leave this side yeah. um, without. But um, yeah, I was thinking of like the fox because the fox um, represents my dad, but also like yeah. inner child stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. I have this idea of a fox kind of like um, almost looking like he's running or, you know, kind of galloping, you know, in a way from the side. Yeah. And then him uh, kind of with his head upturned a little bit as if he's looking up and then him kind of chasing three little monarch butterflies because that is Yay. another sign monarch mm -hmm. butterflies and i wanted to do the three to represent my kids that's it. um so i think that's what i'm gonna i like that do. yeah i think that's what i'm gonna do my husband doesn't get it because like he doesn't have any tattoos yeah he's like, he's like whatever floats your boat but like <laughs> i don't get it because there's nothing i would want on my body forever yeah but that's not my first tattoo i have four others a lot of people were surprised that i have other tattoos but oh, they're yeah. all like 20 years no, old yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hit. well like one's here mm -hmm. but the others are all like tiny and they're on my back or I got one on my ankle and they're like ones I got in my early 20s just for the hell of it they're not they don't represent anything kind of really significant other than the butter my first was a butterfly I have it on the back like in between my shoulder blades yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was um symbolic of um, like being newly single and breaking free from like a narcissistic controlling relationship. Yes. And so yeah. even though I was still heartbroken at the time, it represented, yeah, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love my, my tattoos too. I feel like I have um, three uh, sparrows on my sparrows. Yeah. On my thigh. And they're all kind of just like intertwined. Yeah. Because when I first started doing mediumship, when I was meditating, I kept seeing these like three um, nice. birds. Yeah, yeah. So three birds. Three birds. Um, and sometimes that still happens. And that's like their sign to be like, you're good. Go for it. <laughs> that's your thing. So you're when you were like, 
like before you do sessions say like yeah oh so that was your sign that was my sign sign always was nothing visual but like I I talked about this on a a recent episode of my my solo podcast Mm -hmm. I was talking about Mm -hmm. like how it feels when I connect to spirit um and one of those things that I used to wait for to know that I was truly tapped in and ready um was that um, I would ask them to make my scalp tingle and so I wouldn't start the reading until that happened and Mm -hmm. I was just saying you know those are all just things that we do to um kind of validate and give us confidence that it's time to go and like I don't require that anymore I just go because I trust but um I was just kind of explaining how we can ask for things you know to like to help us on our journey and that's the thing that I asked for so Mm -hmm. I love that you have the three birds that's really cool um so other than that so that played a big part and then that actually kind of plays a part into the next thing which um I don't even know if I've shared with you and you might be like we decided not to move till next year. <laughs> Did you have a feeling? Uh, yes, I had a feeling. Now, it's a really weird thing, and it's a really strange experience for me. So how, it, did, that, yeah, how did that unfold? What was so? The- so, like, if you-, you guys know that we were, like, we were a little bit anxious about putting our current house up for sale um, as, like, the market at that time was like the things were flying out of our neighborhood and we knew that it would probably sell in a weekend based on like the other ones that have been selling on our street and in our neighborhood and we were having trouble finding something on the other end and Mm -hmm. we made offers um and we were outbid and we were just like i don't want to settle for something i can't find what i want and i was afraid to put the house up and i can see i also had the awareness like spirit was saying well the thing will show up when you put your house up for sale like you have to trust and surrender and that's what you have to do but i was very resistant to it mm-hmm. and i didn't want to do it and now i know that i feel like there was another piece like my intuition was like mm-hmm. oh it's because you're not supposed to yet but i didn't know that just yet yeah. um and so the beginning of may we ended up having like um uh, something happened with our, our bathtub and it's like a long story, but we thought that it was a, like one of those bath fitter kind of things right. that you can yeah. put over the original tub. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. So when we purchased the house, we thought like, Oh, somebody's put a bath fitter up here. So in the actual like tub, like on the bottom where you stand, there was a piece that like was kind of like coming up. Right. So it was like breaking off in a way right. like, we got to fix this because water's getting underneath it. We don't want mold and all that stuff. So we got somebody to come in to look and kind of give us a quote on like, what is a new bath fitter wall? Yeah, piece yeah, yeah. Cost? And the guy's like, this isn't a bath fitter wall piece. And we're like, whoa, what do you mean? He goes, this is a whole original unit. Um, like, it's not like underneath this, there's a tub and tile on the wall. This is the whole thing. Yeah. And so he's like, this would have been, and it was, cause we, we found out after we had to rip the whole thing out that it would, it was craned in like literally the rope was still on the top it was craned in the house so when the house was built then the walls were built around it right so there's there was no way to take it out uh well there was a way to take it out if we broke it down but there was no way to put a new one in so he's like you literally have to take this out we did there then it was just like an empty space there was nothing underneath it um and we were coded like 10 grand and we were like um yeah my husband's like you know what I can do this myself thank god thank god he's handy um thank you and goodbye um 
But that's what it costs when you have to do like because it's like not just putting a, a replacement yeah. unit like the whole thing materials you're paying for the labor the, labor, the plumbing yeah. the yeah everything so we like bought a tub and um we bought tiles and my husband did that and um that was um two and a half weeks of work because he had to learn as he was doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's our only bath tub so we were like taking showers at the community pool a family of five and like we were like bird bathing it washing our hair in the kitchen sink and I'm like oh my god this is an experience I don't want to do again my husband's like yeah next house we have two tubs I'm like there's no way (laughs) so that was an ordeal right and that like took longer than he expected like if we got a company to come in it would have taken maybe like four days five days Right, but he was like learning as he was going, so it took like two weeks. Wow. Um, oh man, that is- and so that happened. So that obviously pushed us back to like the middle of May, yeah. and then, um, then we got really sick. We all had like I don't know if it was norovirus or what, mm-hmm. but we were like sick for a week, and then we just recovered from that, and then we got all sick with what I believe was COVID, although I didn't test positive for COVID, but I was like, really sick. Like, COVID. like I was like in bed for three or four days and I had a fever that was like 102 and a half. And my husband's like, should I take you to the hospital? Like your fever is really hot, really, really high. But um, I don't know. I don't know what that was, but like all signs point to <laughs> COVID, even though it didn't show up for me. So that took me out for like 10 days and I had a lingering cough forever. And then my grandmother passed away. And so all of that together, we were like, I think it's not the time to leave yet. Yeah. And I had this really overwhelming sense of calm. And it was very weird because I shared before that like, we were initially planning to like move in 2022. And then my husband came to me and was like, do you think you could stay an extra year? Do you remember that? Yeah, and I like, I, I, I felt like the answer was yes, even though that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I surprised myself because the answer was yes, even though I was like, mm, that's not what I want to do, but I know that's what's right. So it was an opportunity to learn like what my intuition really, really sounded like. Yeah. And this time yeah. I went to him and I said, I don't think this is the year to do it. And he was like, kind of surprised, obviously, but I was the one, but he also said, I feel the same way. Um, And he said, the funny thing is though, that I want to go. And I said, me too. I want to go. I want the fresh start. I want the new house. I want to be close to family. I want all that. But something in me tells me not yet. yet. And it was very strange. And so both just like, it was very weird. Yeah, there were just intuitively you both felt yeah but like it just was weird like it wasn't even because of all that stuff that happened because we still could have then put the house up you could, have, you could have been like this is it we've got to go <laughs> like you know right. you like, you, but way. something in us was like no and it wasn't even because of all that like I feel like all of that happened to give us that pause to be able to stop and go I don't think this is time and we might not have heard that if none of that stuff yes. happened um, that's a perfect example of like divine intervention or, or yes we're gonna make you real sick <laughs> make you have to spend five grand that you don't expect and make you shower at the community pool. Like, you know what? that's what we gotta do we'll do it yeah it, yeah you're right though that's sometimes what happens sometimes when shit hits the fan it's like to go hey hold on pause slow down sometimes i think that's clarity. if you get sick too like sometimes i've had moments where i like i've been sick and it's like yeah. oh i need i actually just needed rest i needed 
that yeah. cause, and that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's like it's it's strange because it's not what I want. Yeah, it's not what my heart. It's nothing to do with my wants or my desires. It's like what I felt was right, and then since then and i just reflected on this the other day in a, a, a solo podcast i was talking about yeah. this and sharing this and i was like just the other day it dawned on me because for the past like three maybe maybe like three weeks four weeks i felt like exceptionally happy like more so than usual and like really in the moment and just like just enjoying every day and feeling like i have enough time in every day and like not feeling rushed and I don't know I just feel like really good and settled and then it dawned on me oh that's because I made the decision <laughs> that's because I just I made a decision either way yeah and now that I made the decision my my intuition my soul is like awesome right yeah. so the relief I feel is like immense yeah Be I like I'm not I took myself out of limbo mm -hmm. so I'm not like Oh, I wonder what if, like, I, I don't even have what ifs right now. I'm just like, this is what had to happen and it's good. And like, whatever happens, happens. And we will reassess, yeah. you know, in the spring, in, yeah. in the late winter, we'll like, we'll reassess. But right now I don't need to worry about it, yeah. which is like a revelation for an overthinker and a chronic anxiety person. <laughs> Huge though, but then, like, it, Huge. it tells you that also like, well, obviously you're very self-reflective to begin with, but that you're I, able yeah. to have those moment those self-reflective moments right mm -hmm. take that ego aside and be like hold up I, something's you know feeling off and trusting your body trusting your your intuition right using those gifts because <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> to do right to say yeah oh, yeah I, I think we gotta wait a little bit yeah which is a huge thing so congrats like that's huge Thanks. good for you guys. yeah I feel a little bit more myself like I, I don't know I feel like I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like I feel more mm. me or like connected to me because I'm not living in like la la land of like what a shoulda couldas and you're in like alignment with your higher self. I, I, yes, <laughs> I really feel like that, which is very strange, um, but a good thing. But that's good. Yeah, because if, if you were feeling that way, that maybe you'd like, oh, maybe we should just move now, you know? Well, I know what it feels like, like when like because this move in the first place 10 years ago happened without our say like it was something that's his job was like you're going yep. that's it right and yep. like I felt unaligned mm -hmm. and like uneasy for years like we're talking like seven years like I felt like I'm in the wrong space yep. like this I'm not where I should yep. be it was very very weird and then like I had to eventually I got to the place where I'm like oh but I am in the right place because the right place is here and so as long as this is good then like it doesn't matter where I am in the world geographically yeah. that is the lesson in itself of like the move in like the, the move anyways I think that's why we were moved is so I could figure that out that's a huge lesson yeah so now I'm like still reflecting and I'm like what mm -hmm. what where is home and what what, what makes that? sense and yeah um we'll see we'll see what happens yeah yeah I I, I do still want to move I do oh, the yeah, desire yeah, is yeah. there yeah but I feel like there's always like when you're kind of working with your intuition and you're aligning with your higher self I feel like there's always kind of room for like okay but are you mm -hmm. still making the decision based on 
what's right or like what you want because I think as humans we're always going to have the expectations and we're always going to have like what we want coming in and I feel like when you're working with your intuition as as we do like every single day you get to the point where you're like okay but like is this are my expectations still coming in right and I think that's human nature and I think yeah that they do yeah. but it all if we have the awareness that it's there I think that we can kind of work with it and figure it out I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say but <laughs> I, I I will tell you that I feel like in the like this the, this experience has helped me become like more a little bit more detached from outcomes or expectations yeah. which feels really 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 amazing it's liberating yeah it's like I don't know what's going to happen and I know that whatever happens I'm fine yeah like and it's really like a new place a new yeah. place mentally for me for sure so it's possible people <laughs> it's we possible. can all get there we maybe showing up there. a little bit of hope do you have you felt that way about anything in your life like have you reached that point put you on the spot but just to trust yeah i'm just like or just kind of very detached from the expectation and just well you were kind of talking like how you were about your wedding planning a little bit it was just like yeah as long as he shows up and I show up like everything else is gravy yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah and I think just like that actually that moment of detachment when I was previously trying to find Alex and say you know the person I'm yes. to be with I had a moment where I was like F it. You know, I was like, screw it. If it happens, it happens. I'm fine with whatever, whatever will be, will be. Yeah. Literally, I think a couple of weeks later, I met Alex. It happens, eh? It, that, that happens. That happened with me too. Um, um, with, uh, it's reminding me of this. So I'm going to have to bring it up. So this is, so you know about this book because you have this yes. book, um, right? So this is a book that I was, um, that I co-authored in and I share my story of like living with anxiety and living through loss. And this is my grandmother's copy. So that's why it's in plastic because she put it in, she put it what? in plastic oh. and um, I received it in with some things that I got from of her stuff. And so I, you know, I wrote this for her and um, I, I dedicated it in the book, but one day I was thinking about this and so I took it out and I was going to read it and I was actually going to read I was actually going to make a reel and read from the chapter like the last paragraph or something right and as I did and I was really missing her and earlier that day I asked her for a sign to show that she was close by and as I did I stood up and I picked up the book and I went to walk over like to another area of my basement and a piece of paper that I previously had not seen in this book. And I had flipped through this book like five or six times before this fell out on the floor and it fell down like this. So it was face yeah, down and then I turned it over and I'll try to do, get through this without crying, but it's her writing. And she wrote notes down about what she thought about my, my story. No. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Um, but yeah, I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but Oh, because about loss. Yeah. And in this book, I shared about um, her about after we had a series of miscarriages, and I like became like almost obsessed. And I feel like a lot of women can relate to this. Mm -hmm. You know, if we have a loss, it's like, okay, then I, I need 
to get pregnant again because that's the only thing that's going to make me feel better. Um, and I went through that for like over a year. Mm -hmm. And then I had this moment of like complete surrender. It just kind of came over and you can't, by the way, you can't force this. You can't force the moment of surrender. It just no, has it to happen, yeah. right? Same as like the moment of surrender with this move and how I reached, like it just had to happen. And so I had this moment of surrender where I was like, you know what? It might not happen and it's okay. I'm going to be okay if it doesn't. Like I, I ha I'm, I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. And the moment that I let go, I mean, literally, I think I got pregnant that week. Like, and I, and I don't know how that happened, but all I know is the minute that I let go of like, I, I need okay. this to happen to I'm, I'm okay if it doesn't, but like, mm -hmm. if it does, that would be awesome. You know, mm -hmm. but like I reached the X, I yeah. released the expectation yeah. of needing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And I hear that so often Yeah, um, about like baby planning and like, oh, I just got big old goosebumps. Um, all kinds of stuff all kinds in people's of lives. Well, the minute we, when we give readings to folks, right. Yeah. I, I find that it's a little bit more challenging, not impossible, but challenging to read sometimes when people have expectations about what they're, they're wanting to get, because what they might be wanting to get is a little bit different than what could come in. Yeah. And I find when people come in with just like, I'm just, let's have, I want to kind of just see and to release any expectations and just go for it. Stuff, powerful stuff comes through. And that's really not to say anything bad about anybody who, you know, if you go into reading, I have certain expectations. It's totally fine. Of course. We always yeah. say put your, put what you want to come through. Set your intentions. Set your intentions, right? But <coughs> yep. intention is different from expectations. Does that make sense? That's for me. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I will not, I was just reflecting on this the other day. It's, it's amazing. I was just, I was thinking about how fluid and, and amazing the readings feel when a person, like, cause you can feel the, the energy of your client. Mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me like you can I can always feel immediately like if the person's scared shitless if there's yep. fear if they're just excited mm -hmm. if they're like a total open book like I can feel it um yeah. right away yeah and the people that are just like give it to me like whatever you got give it to me it's just like I find is the most amazing readings because I don't know it just feels like a really fluid conversation and it's just like all this stuff comes through and they're like yeah yeah I need to hear that yeah there's just I don't know there's something about that versus like I know you told me all these like 99 different de details about my father but you haven't told me his name so I don't know if I'm gonna buy any of that like there's yeah. such a difference between I'm like what do you mean like he did gave everything I mean, other than his name yeah, <laughs> things that I definitely don't I would not know and so specific right like it's, uh, well, that's, and, yeah. that, and that I also would say that's even uh for mediums taking our expectations out of it is really that's right well. yes that helps a lot right um yes yeah uh, and I will catch myself I don't know about you but sometimes I'll catch myself um where I those expectations do come in so I'm trying like I'm trying to go further than yeah. spirits like naturally giving it to me yeah. and I'm like okay tell me more go deeper go deeper and then like sometimes it does and sometimes okay. it doesn't and then I have to take a moment and go wait a second yeah. I, I'm not being a channel here yeah. I'm literally asking for information that's not my job no and <laughs> my job is to receive it. Hear it yes yeah but I do catch myself yeah. sometimes right and and I know yeah. the spirit's fine mm -hmm. with it right because they're they're like 
they they want to work with us and they're like okay just another test because sometimes you'll ask something and it's like crickets it's like yeah okay thank you spirit I'm not supposed to- <laughs> we don't need to know about this. Need to know about this i'm not getting anything yeah. because we don't need to know yeah 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 amazing well i love this unexpected chat about yeah, surrendering me too. um thank you for sharing all the beautiful stories of course and of course all of us are it's with just- you and yeah she is a amazing person and yeah that little note it just that took me down that took me down I actually made a reel like in the moment sharing about it because I was just like this is like when you ask for a sign like you never know how the sign's gonna come through but that took me out because I'm like oh my god she was just I know that she was proud of me and um, I also see myself so much in her because I label everything right so if I get a book I write my name and the month and the year that I get the book, right? right? Or if I start a new notebook or like anything that I do, I make a note or I I don't know, like say if I got something, you gave me a book, I would write from Erin, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I would do that. And that's what she did. Um, And I know that I got it from her, but I'm like looking at this, like it was just a little dictionary that was in some stuff that um, came with her stuff. And it says her name, 1979, you know, and then at the back, it has like a list of words. And I'm like, I wonder if these were words that she was like, that she looked up because that would make sense for her. Like, okay, on October 3rd, I looked up the word inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) She was just just so sweet like that. Um, She was a details person. Yeah. And I'm a details person. person. Um, Yeah. And she like showed her love and details for sure. We're going to dedicate this one to my nanny. To your nanny. Yeah. And her name was Phyllis. 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 And she hated her name. (laughs) She hated her name. Like I remember when I like, like, cause I, I had my, I only had one daughter and I I named her middle name after my mother. And then I I said, nanny, if I have another girl, I want to, give her middle name from your name and she's like please don't do that do not name the child phyllis please and i was like okay maybe your middle name which was hazel so um yeah but then i didn't have another girl but my my sister did and gave her daughter hazel as a middle name yeah but yeah she didn't like phyllis at all and don't you dare call her philly because she (laughs) hated it but i did contemplate calling my youngest philip I did contemplate it for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like, please, you don't. don't I don't know why. She did not like her she's name. She's like, no. Yeah. Don't like it. Um, yeah. But she's, yeah. She was a sweetie and I miss her very much. And, yeah. Um, Powerhouse. Yeah. Oh, my God. She she was she was 95 and a half. Yeah, that's good for us. And up until a year ago, she lived alone in a three-level townhouse pet cat took care of her cat drove her car still did all her grocery shopping all her laundry all her cooking um we before like pre-pandemic we we would go and visit her once a month Mm -hmm. and she'd like have things baked and she'd be like i just changed all the sheets and vacuumed the floors we're like calm down you don't need to do any of this she was like yeah but she Mm -hmm. was just um, nobody would have ever believed that she was in her 90s like yeah, she was yeah. so much younger yeah. and uh yeah I was just reflecting yesterday because one of my friends messaged me and she's like sorry I didn't message you back I was eating Chinese food with my grandmother and I was like I cried oh, for a moment because no. I felt like that was a, a message from my grandmother and I'll tell you why because every time we went to visit her she got out the Chinese food menu like a takeout menu and she's like okay who's going to get the Chinese like that was what we did every time we went and visit her she ordered Chinese from the same place yeah, yeah. and Scott and I would pick it up and then we'd come home and have a feast um 
So I feel like I have to do that before we move away from Ontario. Yeah. There's a place in Oshawa called Sam's. Sam's. Okay. Yeah, called Sam's, but okay. it's a Chinese food record, uh, restaurant. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to go and order a combo number four. Or combo for four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, could feed like seven. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Well, okay. thanks, everybody, for listening to our updates. Yes. We'll see you next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.